0: This is a prelude to today's episode of Into Your Head Podcast Hello. Today's episode of Into Your Head Podcast Hello. Ah, uh, well, there's no point in me telling you about it. It's all going to be out in the open sometime in the next hour or so, I can tell you, and then there'll be no hiding it. Then you're probably going to want to call the police. You're probably going to you're going to pick up your phone and you say, hello, is that the police? And the police will say, yes, this is the police. What do you want? And you'll say, I beg your pardon? What do you mean, what do I want? There's no way to speak to a customer. And the police will say, you're not a customer unless you're rigging up to buy some crime. In which case, that itself is a crime and I'm going to have you arrested. I might even come and do it myself. Oh, I might even come and arrest you myself. I'm getting a bit tired of just sitting here answering the phone. I'll come and arrest you myself. Are you calling to, to purchase some crime? And you will say, No, I'm not calling to purchase some crime. I'm just calling because I've just listened to this podcast by this fella here. This fella here is doing this podcast. And he says on the prelude that by the time I finish listening to it, I'm going to want to call the police. So I thought I would do it preemptively now. And they'll say, Sir, we don't deal with future crimes here. I know you've seen it on the movie. And you think, oh, that looks really good. I, I hope and presume the our police force is doing something like that. And we will at some point in the future. But we're not doing it yet. We're not doing future crimes yet. So at the moment, that's only a thing from that blockbuster movie. wherever the name... What's that movie called? The one with the future crimes. I'll have to look it up and put it in the show notes. Is it the one with your man, Sir Humphrey, out of Yes Minister? Shortly before he died, he was one of those people. He's like your man. I was talking last week or the week before about David Kelly, uh, who's in. Oh, he's in loads of Ivor stuff. But when he got old, he got to play grandpa in the new Charlie and the Chocolate Factory. And there was a, oh, he'll become big in Hollywood for five minutes and then he'll die. Well, this fellow was the English equivalent of that. The fellow who played Sir Humphrey on yes minister uh he was in that future crimes movie or at least i hope he was because i'm going to have to look this up later to figure out if i'm thinking of the same thing uh, he'd come on the intercom and say john something you have been fined something 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 for swearing or some nonsense like that that was a sir or something wasn't it God, he was definitely called sir or something although when he was in yes minister originally he wasn't a sir in real life Yeah so that was still acting so don't worry he wasn't cheating or anything maybe he got knighted later if i remember rightly uh anyway your man who played sir humphrey he was in that thing with the future crimes uh and he goes oh wait though but what's that thing with the future crimes and was that also the same movie where there's these three fellas sitting in the?" sitting in the pool and they're doing this psychic thing where they're predicting who's going to do future crimes. Oh yes, anyway, we're back in the police station. you you're you're on the phone to the police station and they're saying, no, you can't report a future crime yet. At some point in the future we will develop the process of uh looking into future crimes, but not yet. And you say, well can you not just take a note of it and put this in and then come back to it then when you do the into the future crimes thing. And the police I'll feel here there'll be a big long silence then and then you'll say oh I hear you go silence have you put me on hold and you're going to leave me on hold for a few decades until you start doing future crimes I suppose that could work maybe I'll get a dedicated phone line so I can leave this call on hold here so I know it's expensive to get a second phone line but then I'll never hang up and we'll keep this line open until such time as you're accepting future crimes i could just hang up and ring up at the time i suppose but if i do that if i hang up and then ring up at the time then this will be a cold case we don't want that oh wait though if i report it now and you have a quick investigation and then find that nothing you'll put down with a cold case too But cold cases as we all know can be reopened of course the problem with that is if you reopen the cold case a few decades from now when we're doing future crimes uh, and you find out that there was a future crime to be reported here the problem with that is that the the future crimes won't have been illegal yet now you can't backdate these things if you make it illegal to if you make it let's take a ridiculous example You let's say you make it illegal to talk to a cat say 10 years from now they make it illegal to talk to a cat i can't ring up and say oh I report her ten years ago. A fella talking to a cat. Can you do something about that now, please? Uh, you'll say no, cause it's only became a crime ten years from now. The stuff that went on in the past doesn't count as a crime. We don't have future crimes or back crimes. Uh, so I suppose that's reasonable. Suppose that's fair and reasonable. And if you can't have fair and reasonable from your policing system, then I don't know what Yeah. And what's the bloody point? That's all I'm saying. Anyway, on with the show. This is a further prelude to today's episode of Into Your Head Podcast Hello. Anyway, then you'll say to the policeman on the phone, you'll say, Oh, you're speaking a misunderstanding, officer. Uh, I wasn't ringing to buy some crime. I was ringing to buy some time. I misspoke there. Sorry about that. I wasn't. uh, I think you heard buy some crime. No, I'm not. I don't want to buy some crime and if i was i wouldn't ring you because i know you don't do illegal stuff like selling crime if i wanted to buy some crime i'd ring my drug dealer or no i'd ring my crime dealer well uh, would i not that i have one you understand but in theory if i did want to buy some crime If i thought that was a thing the last thing i do is call you the police because i know you're i know you wouldn't be up to illegal stuff like that unless of course they legalized buying crime Uh, of course it'll be a bit like the drugs thing if they legalize buying drugs you do it through a licensed legitimate state owned shop uh, so presumably if they legalized buying crime it would be done through a legalized state system such as for example the existing police station infrastructure i presume if they made crime legal they'd say oh crime is legal now but you have to go and buy a, her book through a state sanctioned office so we're going to turn all the garter stations into crime shops so you'll go into the crime shop and say hello here's my id Here's my prescription, I'd like to buy some crime, please. Uh, And they'll say, certainly, sir. Uh, Now, I can advise you on what type of crime you want. Uh, But just so you know, not all crime is legal. That's why a lot of it is still called crime. Uh, So if you see anything that's a crime, you can't buy that. You can only buy the stuff that's no longer called a crime. And you say, fair enough. Do I just browse here or what happens? And they'll say, I don't know, I don't know, I'm not a sales officer, I'm a civil service clerical officer who spent the last 10 years working in a police station office, and now suddenly I'm expected to be a salesperson for some sort of crime thing, I have no idea what I'm supposed to be doing here. But no training at all. I tried asking the, the policemen what to do, and they said, oh, we don't know what the fuck's legal to buying, what's legal, what's not. Uh, I say we just arrest everybody and let the courts Or, out. Uh, of course, I can't do that because I'm not even the policeman. I'm a, I'm clerical staff here. Uh, but if you tell me everything, you know, and I'll write it down in a piece of paper and I'll pass it to a police officer in due course, uh, have it sent to an inspector or something. So what can I do for you, sir? And you'll say, I'd like to buy some crime, please. And they'll say, I beg your pardon. And you'll say, oh, sorry, no, I meant I want to buy some time. I want to buy some time. And I don't, oh, wait, I don't mean that either. Because buy some time sounds like I want to buy some time in prison. Why would I do that? And how would you do that? Surely if you wanted to, if that was a thing, buy some time out of prison. Because you wouldn't want to buy some time in prison. Unless I suppose you're homeless, you want to buy some time in prison in a way that that doesn't involve getting a criminal record uh, to sleep in the prison cell. Maybe you could do that. Is that legal? And they'll say, again, sir, I've no fucking idea. I'm just some junior clerical officer in the back office in the police station. I've been told I don't even know what's going on here. So, you know, just, you know, just, you know, you know, you know, you know, you know, you know, you know. And you'll say, oh, yes, I suppose I do know. I mean, why wouldn't I know? Uh, I should have more confidence in myself that I do know stuff. Because I do know stuff. I'm 47-year-old adult. I've been walking the earth for half a century. surely to Christ, there's things that I know. i can rely on myself to know them or figure them out. We're going to some police station and talking to some lowly clerical staff who doesn't even have the confidence to try and answer my questions. No offense, madam. Uh, No offence taken, sir. Then you'll decide I'm going to go out and sort this out myself. I'm going to take it into my own hands. I don't mean I'm going to take the law into my own hands, you understand. I'm going to go out and have a bit of confidence in myself and figure out what I can or can't do within the law. I'm going to go and do a law degree. That's what I'm going to do. I'm going to do a degree of law. I'll go and do some college somewhere. I'll, I'll get out my i'll get out my internet computer and i'll do a google i'll say hello google can you tell me where i can do a degree in law and google will say certainly young man uh here's some places you can do a degree in law and then that will provide some hyperlinks for me to click on and i'll click on them i'll go hello i'm going to click on you can you show me where you lead to? and uh <laughs> the fuck is that <laughs> so anyway that's that's the end of the prelude to today's episode of Into Your Head. Into your head! Into your head. Into your head. Once upon a time there was a dog. A dog Dog. Dog. Ah, basically, a dog. Now this dog was. Let me tell you about this dog now. This dog was. Oh, I was just a dog. Wasn't doing anything interesting. Wasn't doing anything interesting. Dog isn't really the focus of the story, so that doesn't matter. The dog is like when you start off a movie and you, you start the camera over the opening credits and you zoom in on some crap. Maybe you zoom in on a butterfly or something, and you fall like the beginning of Men in Black. Men in Black are one of the sequels. They zoom in on some space fly, and for the opening credits, shows they been following the space fly. The the space fly view of the world as it flies around, and then spoiler alert! At the end of the opening credits, the fly oh, the fly flies into a windscreen. Presumably gets killed. We don't get to see a post-mortem or the results or anything, but no, they show it flying into a... At least it gets very seriously injured. To make that obvious, the spacefly gets very seriously injured after flying into a windscreen. that's that and then you end up thinking oh i thought this movie was going to be about the space fly but it's killed off right at the beginning right at the end of the opening credits so what's the movie going to be about i don't know anyone who has walked out during the opening credits are an idiot because it turns out it's not about the fly at all it's not about the fly people who made that movie they knew damn well there was no point in making a movie all about a fly there's Oh, there's already been songs and poems made about flies. That's already being used up. There's nothing new in this world to say about them. That song by U2 that goes, Oh, there's something, something fly on the something, something wall. There's something, something fly on the something, something wall. And then there was that nursery rhyme. There was an old lady who swallowed a fly. Ah, uh, she swallowed a fly uh i don't know why she swallowed the fly perhaps she'll die and then they go there was an old uh oh she followed a, They say you don't know why she swallowed a fly but then it goes on to the next verse to say uh, she swallowed the fly to catch a dog or something or to catch something that uh, i don't know to catch something did she swallow something else to catch the fly that she'd already swallowed i don't know suffice to say the poem goes on to say she swallowed a series of increasingly Increasingly large animals. Presumably has a happy ending because this was told to us as children, this nursery song. I hope it wasn't nightmarish because if I was, it would certainly explain my adult self how I've turned out. Then, of course, they used to teach us that. Uh, ring a ring of posies and then you get to about 12 and suddenly one day your teacher would take hop on herself to tell you that that song you used to do about ring a ring of posies was about plague it was about children falling down to their deaths because of the plague and uh, now either teach us that song and don't tell us what it's about or either don't teach us it and then tell us what it's about because you're fucking messing with children's heads that's a fucking disgrace to do that to a child why would you do that to a child? Tell me that, unless I suppose maybe it's a punishment. Maybe they deserve it some. Maybe children need deserve punishment sometimes. And who am I to say what they should or shouldn't be punished with? Uh, certainly not me I'm not a teacher uh, my wife has been a teacher for some time though maybe she'd know although in recent years it's become illegal to corporally punish anyone uh, for the last 40 years or so uh, if a teacher takes out a gun and shoots their child in their head as a punishment for not doing their homework how oh, do they get called up in front of some commission and they'll say that's against the rules you can't be doing that you can't be shooting children in the head just because they're being unruly you have to find some non-violent way to punish them uh, such as for example give them some extra homework to do tell them if they do some extra homework your homework will do an essay on the uh, oh on the evolution of corporal punishment laws in Irish education over the past 40 years child goes home then and they take out their pencil and their piece of paper that's attached to a copy book and their oh their eraser and they say, I'm going to write this down now. What will I write? And then they start going, once upon a time, there was a dog. A dog. That's what the child writes here. Right? Once upon a time, there was a dog. A dog. Uh, basically, a dog. And of course, when you write that down, uh, they get scolded the next day at school. Because the teacher has no idea. The thing about that. Once upon a time, there was a dog. That's the thing that was invented by your podcaster who happens to like the sound of himself going dog into his joint studio headphones. They think the child has written that down as best they can using whatever whatever spelling apparatus has been installed in them by the education system. And it probably looks terrible on paper. It probably goes d o g g g g o u u u u g g g g g the teacher sees that and says is this some sort of a joke is this some sort of a joke is it the child goes well yes it's a joke it's on a on a comedy podcast i listen to it's been running for 17 years fella comes on sometimes and he goes once upon a time there was a dog a dog a dog dog, basically a dog the child says and the teacher says are you making fun of that Child who's sitting next to you. That's what you do. I think you are. I think you're making fun of little Timmy there. You're going dog, dog. That sounds awful. I mean, Christy, Mister Bean has a lot to answer for with this crap. Uh, you should go and tell that fella. In fact, I'll tell him. tell that fella who runs the podcast. He should be fucking ashamed of himself. Should be absolutely fucking ashamed of himself. He shouldn't be making podcasts and the child says, "Well, you relax? He wasn't talking about little Timmy. He's never met little Timmy in his life. He doesn't even know me. I'm just a listener. Uh, he's just doing this thing where he likes to go. Once upon a time, there was a doggy, a doggy, uh, basically a dog. And he does not because he likes to the way dog sounds over his big headphone, but also because it's the way to get going on the segment uh but it's nothing to do with making fun of little timmy or anyone else and it's nothing to do with mr bean with you should and take a chill pill, teacher uh, and the teacher will say i want to i want to meet this uh fucking podcaster fella where is he and the kid will say he's on the internet somewhere if you look him up if you search for weird man with a lot of cats who goes dog on a podcast you might find it of course you have to be able to spell dog And that'll depend on your teacher having taught you how to spell dog. For as you can see from my homework exercise here, I haven't done a very convincing job of it. And that's down to you, teacher. That's your fault as my teacher. You've ill-equipped me in these matters and the teacher says oh i'm very i'm very sorry about that would you like me to do oh would you like me to go back to training school and learn how to do this all over again i'm so start become a teacher all over again and learn to, from the beginning every time someone starts a new podcast absolutely fucking ridiculous that's what it is it's absolutely fucking ridiculous and the child says are you allowed to swear teacher And the teachers will say, I don't know. Why would I know whether I'm allowed to swear? I don't know what I'm allowed to do anymore. I'm not allowed to shoot children in the head. I suppose that's understandable. Although I would argue that I'd be doing it as a corporal punishment thing and not just out of fun or evil or malice. I'm trying to improve the lot of these young children. It's the third decade of the 21st century. By the time these children come to fruition, it's going to be 2050. And they're going to be going around looking for a job, uh, presumably as sailors, because the whole fucking planet is going to be covered with water then, as far as I understand. They're going to have to find jobs as sailors. And, of course, the problem with having a job as a sailor, the only internet available at sea is very, 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 very expensive satellite internet. And, of course, they're going to have to get that, because they'll all be addicted to internet by then they won't be able to go five minutes without uh, asking is there an internet mast available near here that i can log on to and get some internet because otherwise i'm going to drop dead from lack of internet in a minute and i forgot to download forgot to download some podcasts Uh, that's what it'll be like for you kids in the 2050s i can tell you and you have my deepest sympathy i'm trying to equip you for that life as best i can as a teacher who was teacher who was born in the 1980s or something and is stuck teaching you now trying to teach i'm doing my best give me a fucking break and uh, the child will say oh that's fine you have my sympathy madam madam you have my sympathy what's my punishment for the light by the way and the teacher says oh you mean your homework and the kid says oh is that what you call it now He call it homework Would you tell my parents to send me in with some ironing and potatoes to peel and call that school work during the day? Is that what you like doing? And the teacher says, Why would I do that? And the kid says, Exactly. So, why would you send home homework for me to do in front of my family? You just want to spend time with me. You want to spend time with me before they all get drowned by the encroaching waters of the melting ice caps that are going to kill us all. My parents want to spend a few years with me a few of my prime years as a child I already spend all day in here and it's nearly dark by the time I get home and then they're stuck in work until about six so have about two hours between the time that they get home and the time that they go to bed to spend with my my parents and family and you want me to spend that doing homework you absolutely What are you trying to do to me? And the teacher will say, I'm trying to educate you, young man. I'm trying to empower you with the ability to look after yourself well into the latter half of this century when everything's going to be like... I'll tell you, the latter half of this century is going to be like living in hell for you for one thing you'll be dead and you'll be gone to hell Ho oh, oh, ho, oh, that's just a little joke because you're a problem child no no you won't be gone to hell but hell will have come to you because this this planet in the latter half of the 21st century uh, is going to be an absolute shit hole it's going to be fire everywhere and there's going to be water everywhere else and it's going to get to such a point that it'll be possible to have fire and water in the same place the wa- fire and water will both have become so powerful they won't be able to figure out which of those two elements, fire or water, gets to exist anymore. They both just keep trashing you out. be like if you set a dinosaur against some big scary alien. There's a lot of big movies like that. After. Has there has been alien versus dinosaur or something. You got an alien and a dinosaur and got them to fight us out. He wouldn't know by the end whether it's the alien. Tried to make a realistic movie out of that based on nature. And he got in scientific consultants to tell you more about aliens and dinosaurs because he wanted to do it properly and believable. He'd probably make you. End up making a movie where you can't figure out who's going to win it because the alien is going to get so powerful and the dinosaur is going to get so powerful. It's just not going to. It's not going to be credible for either of them to lose. It's just going to seem unnatural. If you if you have either of those creatures lose in this war, people are going to complain. They'll say that's not believable. A dinosaur wouldn't just let itself be killed by an alien, and an alien certainly wouldn't just let itself be killed by a creature from. Millions of years in the past from another planet there' be I suppose you could have the alien could be a dinosaur or wherever the dinosauric equivalent is from its planet, and uh the dinosaur could be a ah oh, could be a know i don't know. I don't know, and the child will say that's fine that's fine, look, you give me whatever homework you want me to do, and I'll go home and pretend to do it, and then I'll tell my parents a perfectly fine it's all something about my future and then i'll tell them fuck the dog the dog can walk itself or it'll have to anyway the dog will have to walk itself uh, of course it can walk itself we all know that a dog can walk itself but the whole point of having a pet dog is that you walk with us. so you grab it by the the proper version of walking a dog incidentally if you're a dog you get up on You go basically up behind it. You get up while the dog is standing there on all fours. Uh, Lie face down on the dog's back. You grab its two front paws with your hands and you start walking it like that. You pick each of its paws up and down and up and down and up and down and up and down. down. It's a bit like if you're lying face down on a skateboard and you're using it to get around like that. Basically you're rowing a dog. You have your one hand on each of its front paws. You're going up, left, up, right, up, left, up right up if you could possibly do it with your leg maybe you can get both of your feet this might take a bit of athletic skill but if you can get both of your feet under its two back paws and lift up each of its paws with, with one of your feet so if you lift up one of its front paws and with your hand and you lift up one of its back paws by lifting up your foot that the paw is resting on and then you could teach a dog new ways to walk. That would be great, wouldn't it? Because you teach a dog new ways to And that's what you call walking a dog. People think walking a dog is, oh, you attach a bit of string to her And then you walk down to the park. And then you unleash it from the string. And let her run around and scare everybody for a while while you sit and watch. And then you let it shit everywhere. And then you put her back on the piece of string. And then you walk it back to your... That's not walking a dog. That's not walking it. A... That's walking with a dog that's an absolutely absolutely fucking ridiculous that's not how you walk a dog and the teacher says now why couldn't you have just said something like that in your essay instead of some shit about some fellow going once upon a time there was a dog dog you just had very original thought there about what walking a dog entails if you had put that in an essay i could have given you 100 for it uh and the child says okay i'll do that and the teacher said you will not you will not do that because if you do that now uh you won't have come up with it well you will have come up with it independently but you'll only be writing it down because i told you you could have done that so that won't be worth anything that'll be a worthless essay so don't do that and the child says but now that you've told me not to do it if i go and do it and you've told me not to do it will not make it worth something again and the teacher will say i don't Oh, I don't really know how that works, I've never had to think it through that far, and hopefully you never will either. Into your head Two cats walk into a bar One of the cats goes straight up to the bar counter And says hello, to have a pint of your finest Uh, no, you don't want anything of your finest anything I just want to, I just want to feel alive Give me a pint of piss. I wanna try drinking a pint of piss. Something interesting to do. And the man behind the bar says, Certainly, sir. Would you like a pint of your own piss or a pint of someone else's piss? And if it's the latter, can it be for more than one creature? Can it be a mixture of different creatures' pisses? And the cat says, That's a bit much. That's a bit much now. You just I'm I'm not actually looking for a pint of piss. I'm just trying to oh i just ah, oh, you know you know what i mean i'm just trying to feel alive and the barman says well you certainly look alive to me you look like at the top of your game your fur is glistening your eyes are bright your ears are pointy uh you've got four paws uh two of them are up on the bar counter and you're resting your little chin on them it looks very cute it looks like puss in boots uh, and the cat says, "I'm not wearing boots," and uh, and the barman says, "Are you sure? Could I, could I not persuade you? Could I not persuade you to wear boots?" And the cat says, "Oh yes, you can. I'm just saying I'm not wearing boots right now. I'm not. I'm not currently wearing boots. I'm actually wearing upper." formal shoes wearing proper proper fetal attire ah there's leather shoes or shoe leather i know you people like to talk about shoe leather or something something you use up and wear out but no i like to recycle shoe leather and use it to make shoes so i make shoes out of shoe leather and then wait a minute is the bottom of human shoes made out of leather or is the top or is it both and the barman says i don't know i have no idea i think maybe the bottom is made of rubber and the top was made of leather and the cat goes, then why did they talk about wearing out leather using up shoe leather or something? And the barman says, oh, I'm not sure. Maybe they're talking about, I don't know, to be perfectly honest, what they're doing with this leather. What are they doing? with Does anyone, your attention, please. Uh, ding, ding, ding. And the cat goes, what's the ding, ding thing about? oh I was trying to bash this spoon against a bottle I happen to have in my hand here unfortunately it turns out the bottle is plastic it's one of these plastic bottles of coke so it doesn't really make much of a dingy noise so I'm saying ding 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 to attract the attention of all the, of the patrons in the bar and the cat says oh I see and is it working and the man behind the bar says I don't think so I don't think so, I think someone maybe right beside me noticed how I was saying ding 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 and glanced over for a second but then they looked back. To be perfectly honest I'm glad it didn't work because I don't know what I was going to say now. Going to say some nonsense about how. Oh, yes, I was going to ask them about shoe leather, but how would they know? A bunch of drunks they're not going to know about shoe leather, they're all they're going to have plenty of opinions about her, all right, but no one's going to know. There's nothing's going to be learned, nothing's going to be gained from this. So let's just leave it. And the cat says, Fair enough, fair enough. So what will we do instead? And the barman says, What do you mean, what do we do instead? The cat says, Well, play a game of chess or something. And uh, the barman says, I'm not here to entertain you, sir. I was just asking you about your shoes. And the cat says, well, I was finding it very entertaining for a moment there. Were you not finding it very entertaining for a moment there? And uh, the barman says, well, I don't mind admitting it. It filled up a couple of empty moments in my day. uh, But I also took away from my work. I'm supposed to be working here. I'm supposed to be basically selling points uh, to you people. Selling points. Uh, what was that thing? Selling England by the pound. I think it was a Genesis album. Well, I'm selling points by the euro to cats and not her. Uh, and the uh, cat uh, says, so you're thinking of this all wrong, sir. You are indeed getting your revenue from selling points. But well, that doesn't mean you have to spend every second of the evening selling points. The selling points is just the revenue that you in in return for uh, all the entertaining and the uh, and the use of your public seating and tables and your facility to meet up with your friends. The euros pay for all that, but they're not coming here specifically just for the points. You don't have to be selling points every second of every day. That's just like where you get the takings in. And the barman says, are you sure about that? And the cat says, yes, I'm sure I've never been sure more sure of anything in my life. Never have I ever, 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 ever felt more sure of anything in my life than this. And the barman says, well, you said that about something else yesterday, sir. And the cat says, yes, that was yesterday. At that point, I never felt more certain about anything in my life. And now I have something I'm even more certain about now. And the man behind the bar says, oh, I wish I had whatever his you have, sir. Your, your, your self-confidence level there is absolutely fantastic. God bless you. May God bless you. Like a, may God come down on you like a ton of bricks with his blessings and pour them upon your cute little face and say, hello, puss in boots face. I hereby bless you with these blessings now i know what you're thinking there you're thinking a ton of blessings no don't worry blessings are like feathers you have a ton of blessings they don't weigh you down or anything. and the cat says you're a fucking idiot. A ton of anything is the same weight no matter what it is. If you have a ton of feathers, it's as bad as having a ton of metal fall upon you or a ton of bricks. It's the same weight, it's just more quantity, so the feathers would take up more room. In fact, it's even worse then, because you'd have so many feathers to make up a ton in weight, they'd probably drown in them before they even squash you to death. And you want to do that, you're a fucking idiot. You're a fucking idiot, you know that. And the man behind the bar says, sure, I know that. Why wouldn't I know that? I'm well aware that I'm a fucking idiot. You've told me that every night for the past 85 weeks that you've been coming in here. And the cat goes, I've never been in here in my life before. What in the name of Christ are you talking about now? and the man behind the bar says oh maybe it was someone else is there someone else who looks like you uh, in this neighborhood by any chance and the cat says yes of course there is i'm a cat uh, the cats come in five different looks there's five different looks of domestic cat maximum so if you see domestic cat a quarter of all other cats in the world at least look like that cat we are all exactly the same you see a black and white cat millions and millions and millions of other cats who look exactly like that I looked myself up on the internet the other night and I found out both of Pope Benedict's cats look exactly like me oh. I wish I'd known that about 10 years ago I could have used it to my advantage but no no this news always gets to me too late fucking ridiculous I'm a fucking cat just because I don't follow media I can't take advantage of these developments someone should have told me years ago about Pope Benedict's cat and I could have taken advantage of it I suppose it's not really anyone else's fault. Uh, Nobody's fault but mine, as the as the Led Zeppelin song goes. Nobody's fault but mine. No, but where's my harmonica? Did I even bring it in with me today? Hold on. Uh, I don't think I laid out my harmonica today. Uh, I this will do. Uh, we'll use this instead. Nobody's fault but mine nobody's fault but mine something 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 nobody i just finished a, I just finished a biography about led zeppelin it was fascinating i had no idea what absolute violent cunts they had in their in their immediate circle absolute thugs Thugs and scumbags, they are, How oh, they go around threatening people and beating them up and all sorts of things. Absolutely fascinating bunch of scumbags. Turns out had no idea. It's okay now, though. They've all grown up or died. So it's all fine. Anyway, on with the show. Once upon a time, there was a dog. A dog. A dog. A dog. A dog. A dog. Uh, basically a dog of course there was more it wasn't, wasn't quite as simple as that as this dog was also a snake all sales dog uh snake all salesman as he calls himself when he was when he was working in the world of humans because you can't just go up to people and say hello i'm a sales dog they'll laugh at you they'll laugh in your face and they won't be doing it to be mean either. They'll be laughing because they, they assume that a dog can't recognize the fact that you're laughing at them. They go, ho, 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 look at the look at the cute little sales dog who thinks it's a sales dog. I'm laughing at it and it has no idea. If I thought he did know that I was laughing at her, I of course wouldn't laugh. I'd hold in my laughter because I'm not a complete arsehole. I'm not going to laugh at a dog who can recognize that I'm laughing at it. No one, no If I thought this sales dog could understand the word of what I was saying, oh, I would just be polite. And I'd hold my laughter in. I'd hold my laughter in the same way I hold hiccups in. I'd, Oh, I'd pinch my nose and I'd hold my breath. Or maybe I'd get someone to shout at me. I'd say, shout at me suddenly a few seconds from now and give me a fright so I can stop the hiccups or stop the laughter. That's what I do. But no, clearly this dog is a dog. It has no idea what I'm saying or what I'm laughing at. So I can just go, ho, 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 that's cute little sales dog thing, that's cute. And then, of course, the dog, the dog will sell you, sell you some snake oil. And you'll go home with some snake oil. And several hours later, you'll be thinking, wait a minute, what in the name of Christ do I need snake oil for? What even is snake oil? Uh, And then you decide, wait, a dog wouldn't sell me something I didn't need. A dog wouldn't sell me anything. A dog is a, a dog is a dog. There are two things in this world that are completely separate, and that's dogs and salespersons. They don't. The two don't cross. Never. The twain shall be. Well, they meet, but they're two separate persons. If they, if they weren't two separate things, they couldn't meet. If there was a dog who was also a salesperson, the salesperson and the dog couldn't meet each other. That wouldn't work unless it was, of course, a multi personality dog. Uh, and they said, oh, you suppose you could have a dog who had multiple personality syndromes. And every few hours, the dog would come along and say to the other personality, you go off to sleep now, and I'll take over our consciousness for a while now will say let me know at the end of the shift uh, if anything interesting happens that's, that's the nearest you can get to having a sales dog uh, so I don't think that's going to be it anyway, on with the show remember, we value the opinions of you the humble and ignorant listener email studio at intoyourhead.com men walk into a bar one of the snake oil salesmen goes straight up to the bar counter and says hello would you like to buy some snake oil and the man behind the bar says oh you're clearly a snake oil salesman aren't you you're here selling snake oil absolutely disgusting you should be ashamed of yourself i should call the police right now The snake oil. The snake oil salesman says, "Why? It's not illegal to sell snake oil. Sometimes people need snake oil. Where do you think they get it when they need it? You think everyone, everyone who's selling snake oil is just trying to take advantage? No, I'm not taking advantage any more than anyone who tries to sell you anything. When you sell a pint of Guinness to someone, are you taking advantage of the fact that they want a pint of Guinness? Uh, Arguably, you are. But I'm here selling snake oil." And you think if I find someone who needs snake oil and sell to them, then I'm scum. I'm absolute scum. That's what you think. You think I'm scum because I find a need and fill it. There are people in this world who need snake oil, and because of people like you, they don't go out looking for it because they're afraid. They're afraid to go looking for snake oil sales persons because they think as soon as they buy some, all of their friends and associates and even their barmen are going to go telling them you're an idiot, you fell for a snake oil salesman and you bought some snake oil just because you needed snake oil. You absolute fucking moron, you bought some snake oil. Ah, uh, that's what that's what you're causing. You're causing. You're wrecking my industry. You know that we're a perfectly legitimate industry. We sell snake oil because there are people in this world who want snake oil. I don't know what to do with it or what it's for, but they need it, and I'm in the position to provide it. I found a I found a reputable manufacturer and wholesaler who sells it to me, and I go out and I find people who need it. I'm not doing anything wrong. Perfectly legal to sell snake oil. At least I presume it is. <laughs> I presume it is. Let's assume for a moment that this that this story is happening in somewhere in the world where it's not illegal to sell snake oil, wherever that is. Let's assume for the moment that snake oil is a real thing and for which people have a legitimate need. And the man behind the bar says, Now that would be a reasonable thing for the narrator to say, but for you, the snake oil salesman, it's not. Because you're just saying Let's make this story so that I'm legitimate. You can't do that. That's like me going, let's make this story so that sparman has won the laho. It doesn't work like that. And uh, Snake Goal Salesman says, yes, but maybe it could work like that. Does that occur to you? We can make it work like that if you give me in two installments of $7.99 per month for the rest of your life. We can make it work like that. Let's make it work together. That's worth it. Let's make it work. I have a jingle now. The best way to end the sales thing is with a jingle. Let's make it work together. Let's make it work together. No matter what the weather. Let's make it work together. Oh, what am I supposed to be saying again? I forget. Oh, snake oil. Snake oil uh let's sell some snake oil together well no we won't sell it together because i'm the salesperson and you're the purchaser if we're both selling snakes oil then that's we just cancel each other out that won't make any sense uh and then we'll hear it'll be like some sort of weird pyramid scheme where so we all know the thing what happens with pyramid schemes someone always loses out so you know what the last thing that happens in the pyramid scheme is all the slaves they buried them with the king underneath the king or, or over the king. I don't know. Do they bury the king first and put the sleeves on top or underneath? I don't know how that works. But you know, that's how a pyramid scheme ends. But no, let's make this work together, barman. And the barman says, fuck you. Fuck you with your shit. Get out of my bar immediately. Get out, get out, get out. Get out, get out. Get out, 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 get out. Get out, get out, get out. And they snake doll salesman says oh what's that interesting what's that thing you're rattling and the snake doll salesman goes oh it's some sort of musical instrument my wife gave it to me with this uh oh this ukulele kit that she got me a couple of weeks ago this came with it well this and this other thing that i used earlier this that came with it well i wonder can i shake them both at one hand yes but this one Kind of overpowers this one when you shake them both in the one hand so you can't do that let's try one in each hand now Well now that's interesting this one overpowers this one even if they're in two separate hands that's interesting now just goes to show you some things aren't meant to be in the same but it's like some things aren't made to the same scale you have a Oh, like in the Muppet Show, you have this, not the Muppet Show, Sesame Street. You have big birds. It's a huge fucking gigantic bird. And because they don't show any other birds on Sesame Street, it doesn't matter. It looks like he just fits in. But if you had a bird the size of Big Bird in the real world, uh, that would overpower all the other birds. And it would just look wrong. Everything, nothing would be to scale. might as well be in an episode of Jack and the Beanstalk the snake all salesperson will say oh you said an episode of jack and the beanstalk is there some tv series or something based on it that i'm unaware of uh and whoever said that will say oh no i don't think so i just meant an episode of jack and the beanstalk is in an episode in jack and the, in jack's life in which one of his various encounters with the with the joint because if i remember rightly in the original story he does have several encounters with the joint or maybe he doesn't maybe i don't remember rightly i haven't read it in some time that's the thing haven't read it in ages anyway on with the show you join me at a tremendously exciting moment Ah, i've just invented a new word in my brain while i was trying to get going with this segment and that word is biloxi now, if you're from my neck of the woods, you may be thinking, wait, that's just bollocks with Hawaii added on at the end. He's invented the word bollocksy, which already exists, and he's calling it bollocksy. Uh, well, I suppose you have a point there. But if you go outside of this country where people don't use the word bollocks much, uh, not in the way we do anyway, uh, nobody's heard the word bollocksy. Oh, have they? Wait. Now that you mention it, it does sound familiar, Biloxi. Is there a place or something in America called Biloxi or Biloxi or Biloxi or something? It sounds vaguely familiar now, so maybe I haven't created the word Biloxi at all. I'll just leave this in here just in case it turns out I have. Let's remain optimistic for now. I've invented the word Biloxi. It's spelled B-O-L-L. Oh wait, how do you spell Biloxi? B-O-L-L. I've never liked spelling bollocks with the x the way some people do it b-o-l-l-o-x i prefer b-o-l-l-o-c-k-s but that does make it sound more english than irish because you have viz uh viz comic over there the adult comic and they have bollocks in a lot and it's spelled with a c-k so i decided now i also don't like that spelling of bollocks uh so if you spell it B O L L O I can't think of any other spellings of it. I suppose we go with the X then. B-O-L-L-O-X-I. boloxi. No, I prefer Y. I don't want X-I. That sounds like a Roman numeral. That's like, you put B-O-L-L-O-X-I, that could be misinterpreted as Bolo the Eleventh. I know, we're not talking about Bolo the Eleventh here. Although maybe we will someday. If we make a pact you and I, the listener, that if either of us ever becomes Pope, we'll adopt the name. Bolo, Bolo the 11th and if one of us gets there first the one after it can go Bolo, Bolo the 12th and that'll legitimize us. because if one of us gets to become Pope I presume it'll have been by accident we'll have barged into Rome one day and got mistooken for someone who should be the Pope and they'll make us the Pope for about five minutes and they'll say what name would you like to adopt your Pontiffcy?" So straight away, get in there quickly, because you won't have much time before you're discovered. Uh, you say, I want to be Paul called Pope Bola. Pope Bola the what? The, the 11th? How many? Oh, wait now, though. That's the problem. The, for you to be called Pope has as in Pope Bola the XI, the uh, the 11th, there'll have to have been 10 Pope Bola's before you. But this might have to be a longer term scheme than I'd hoped. Okay, so let's say there's ten listeners now. Ten listeners. So each of us do a pact that when we become pope, we each adopt the term Bala. The first will be called Pope Bala. The second one will be called Pope Bala the Second or Pope Bala. Pope ball Pope Bala I, wherever the Roman numeral is. Anyway, eventually we'll get to Pope Bala the Eleventh, and it'll be XI for Roman numerals. So it'll be Pope Biloxi. And then we'll have got right there. So I know that seems a bit far-fetched. Uh, but people do become popes. There have been several hundred popes. And a lot of them have been assholes. Your dreams may come true at some point. So don't be going, uh, no, it'll never happen. That's, that's loser talk. Don't be a loser. Uh, let's not any of us be losers. This is a group scheme we're putting together now. So if one or two people in it decide to be loserish, you're dragging us all down with you. Don't do that. Don't do that. Don't drag us down into the gutter with you. <coughs> so anyway, Popaloxy. That's that for you there. That's Beloxy invented there. We do a song about it. Might as well. Oh, Popaloxy. Pop a the second, pop a the third, fourth and fifth, pop a the sixth and seventh, oh pop a the eighth and ninth, pop a the tenth, pop a the eleventh. He's called Pop a la This is a load of bollocks. This is a substandard song. So, we're not going to use that. It's a a load of bollocks. It's a load of bollocksy. That's what it is. This whole thing, a load of of bollocks. Anyway, good morning.